Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayis, Shir number 215. We're going to continue uh, in regards to the book, Talk to Me Like Someone You Love. Um, we're going to skip um, the rest of the numbers of the section, Taking Responsibility, which is through 52. A lot of it is repetitive, you can look at the PDF and see what works for you on in that regard. But we're going to go to the next section Basically, it's about communication and giving information to your husband or wife um, in a way that could really uh, open things up if you hear them. And number 53, ironically, is is the I don't feel heard. This is a very uh, common and very powerful um, four words. And um, if you say it in a way that's you know, um, loving and caring and that you want to communicate and, 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 and in a respectful way, your spouse generally will hear this and will take it to heart and will do better in helping towards the communication and understanding to really feel heard. Number 54 is... Also, when someone is overwhelmed or, or is preoccupied, you notify them. You give them that information. You said, I had a really rough day or my head is still in work. I got to unwind first. And um, right now, not, I know I'm not uh, connecting right now. Just give me, give me a little time. I promise I'll be back. Just give me a little time. And I will um, you know, adjust myself to... to um, communicate and and to be there all for you by the way this is something that happens all the time where and it's doable when when one of the spouse a husband or wife one of them wants to communicate and the other one is overwhelmed about something or preoccupied about something sometimes what they need to do is really tell the other one you know give me a few minutes or give me a half hour give me an hour whatever it is let me unwind let me get through this process and that gives them time and sincerely they say and they do it that I'm going to unpack whatever I have to unpack, what's in my mind, and now I'm going to shift focus, and I'm going to be able to have that serious conversation with you or just being more attentive to you. That's all a lot of times it takes. This is very common after a long long day's work, for example, or common, let's say, even when a Shabbos meal and you're busy with the whole family, and uh, there's a lot of interactions, and then now you want to just communicate just you and your husband, you and your wife. It takes maybe a, a, a little time, and a half hour, hour to shift gears to get to that mode to be able to, okay, now, you know, we, we got through that or that, that ha- you know, that, those interactions, and now it's quieter, and they shift gears. So this acknowledgement of that, that, you know, we're going to shift gears now and just give us a little time, both of us together, and then we'll be able to connect. Giving over that information and and doing it, that helps a lot. Number 55, I'm a nuts. I'm afraid to tell you my truth, and it's a horrible feeling that you have to humor me. To be frank, I wasn't so clear in what this one was trying to say. Number 56 is... Um, when she, when one of them conveys, they just want to express their feelings, but not as an attack. They don't mean to attack. They're just, um, you know, letting out their frustration. Sometimes that, by the way, that's a big chesed. It's very important. 
And this happens so many times also. So, for example, the wife is very upset about something and vents to the husband. The husband, there may be some words in there or something in there that he may take personally, that she's employing that it's his fault about something. Very often that's not the case. Very often she's just venting and she's upset and you just need to hear her out and calm down and not take it personally. And the other way around too, when the husband does this uh, and communicates this with his wife, very often they just need to let out some steam, let out some anxiety and express themselves. And um, it's, it's, it's really uh, uh, just a, a sign of maturity and some courage that when you hear those words, even if some of them is not pleasant and something that you don't really like hearing, or you may construe it as an attack on you, or that you did something wrong, you don't take it that way, you don't take it personally, and you allow your wife to talk to you, and you allow, allow your husband to talk to you, and then you could respond in kind, in a calm tone, and uh, in a caring tone that you're connecting, and that does wonders. And um, number 57 is a very key point in general with a husband and wife when they need to learn how to agree to disagree sometimes. And when they do disagree, to not um, disagree in a hurtful way or in a way where you discount what the other person's saying. So 57 says, you don't have to agree with me, but it hurts when you don't take me seriously. Very often that happens where one of them states an opinion and the other one rolls their eyes or makes a no, you know, a, a wave with their hand. Eh, you know, you don't know what you're talking about, or that's nothing, or, you know, uh, you know, get get real, you know, be, you know, you know, uh, just 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 you know, uh, calm down or something like that, something very demeaning. And what you need to do is very important that even if you disagree with your wife's point of view on something, even if it's a 180 degree difference or husband to wife, wife to husband, it's very important to learn how to disagree in a respectful manner. Never chalila, never roll your eyes, never uh, be sarcastic but just basically, you know, and it's, you know, it's not everything, by the way, if they are, they're small, mini things. You don't have to always vocalize what you disagree with. It's not, there's no mitzvah to do that, uh, especially something simply you could just pass by and it makes no difference neither here nor there, not to what's going on and not to your relationship. But when there are times where it's important to ear out what you both disagree with, it's important to listen to each other and not chalila uh, devalue or not take seriously, or be sarcastic, or roll your eyes, or dismiss what your husband or what your wife is saying, even though you see something, you see it in a in a different light. So that's that's a very important one. And um, fifty eight, in in simple English, fifty eight is saying that um, you know when let's say a husband realizes he made his wife upset about something, and he realized that he was wrong, and he tells her. He, he needs to give her this information. You know, uh, we, we got into this spat a couple of hours ago, whatever it is. You did not do anything wrong. This is my, my own mishigas. I have this mishigas, and um, I'm sorry, it's, it's me. So, so very often it's like that. If, let's say, one of them is what we, let's say, a neat freak, like everything has to be exact, exact, the way it's folded or the way things go. And, 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 and uh, 
whichever spouse it is, it makes no difference, and yells at the other one why they were not, uh, you know, as neat as they should be, but but then the one who's doing this realizes they, they're going a little overboard, or maybe a lot overboard. So by conveying this information afterwards and saying, you know, you really didn't do anything wrong, there's nothing wrong with what you're doing, it's just that I have this in my head, that I feel this is important, and it's my own mishigas, you know, so so uh, you know, I didn't mean to to be so harsh about it. That 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 opens up things. That that really, um, you know, disarms the other person. They won't take it so personal. They'll, and also, when they're in the recipient receiving end of this, you know, put put this over here and not over there, or put this over there or not over there, or they they don't like when you know uh, about something. Don't don't wear this shirt with that. And if it's a minor thing, and you just you know you with with a certain good sense of humor, you realize okay, it's, it's not that it's not not such a big deal, you know. But this acknowledging that you know to the other spouse, you know, you didn't do anything wrong. It's my own mishigas, so I'm I, it's just my own uh, a personal uh, you know feeling about something that so it's no right and wrong, and I'm sorry I made you crazy about it. That that's very helpful. Um. 59, we talked about before, it's about when one of the two is very intense, the other one needs to explain that when you're that intense, I, I don't feel heard, or I don't feel that what I'm saying is valid, and so and so on, and, 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 and so, so forth. Um, and 60 is similar to that, with intensity. Um, 61 is a little bit, uh, you have to be very delicate with and say it in the right way and at the right time. And you need shikladas, and really you need to daven before you say something like this. 61 says, where one tells the other that their behavior embarrasses me. Um, and I'm not trying to make you feel bad by saying this, but, but the only way we could have a relationship and the only way we could talk to each other uh, is for me to be honest about this and this behavior that you do by the Shabbos table or whatever it is or when guests are here and you act silly or something uh, whatever it is that that behavior is, is is embarrassing to me and it upsets me and the key really is with couples we talked about this uh, several times this section is about giving information but it's not just giving information it's really about conveying um vulnerable things about yourself and about your spouse uh, and 62 the 61 says your behavior is embarrassing me 62 says your behavior is threatening to me and again same idea not to make you feel bad but i could feel safe with you again in the case of embarrassment not to make you feel bad but to be close to you again and 63 which is a very um which is unfortunately happens a lot, especially if one of the spouses is a perfectionist or very demanding, I feel like I can do no right by you. Meaning no matter what I do, I always feel that I'm wrong. All of these things, by the way, you could say it in a way out of anger. If you'd say all these from 53 to 63, which we, do, which we just, just talked about now, about giving over this information to your spouse, if you do it with anger or just superficially or as you're upset at each other none of this will work obviously but when you sit down together and you do this in a caring way and you talk things through with these um words here these flashcards, and you read them and you really see if you look through them a lot of them like i said not all of them are are uh, pearls of wisdom but many of them are 
and some you'll be able to see right away fits into the situations that you are in and it pays to utilize it and again if you love each other and you connect with each other sometimes it's necessary to talk about stuff that may be hard difficult to talk about but it's important to talk about and if you do it in the right mode I care about you. I love you. I love all your mindless and you're sincere about it. But this particular aspect of your behavior bothers me. And, and let's let's see what we can do. I know it's not a personal attack, Khalila, or anything like that. I'm sure I do things that also that are not, you know, ideal and I could do better with. And let's talk about it. Let's work through it. Very often that needs to happen. If you do it in a loving way, and in a, spe- in a loving way, we talked in the past about the sandwich method in which you you give a praise in the beginning and a praise at the end. In the middle, you put in the suggestion of what you feel needs to be improved. And part of that sandwich mes- message is always not to use the word you, but rather we. Or, or you basically say it this way. You say that um, it's not really you. It's the way I feel about it, and I, I'm, I'm subjective. So it's not like, you know, you're, you're, you know, it's not you per se that you're doing something wrong. Or, or, but it's it's something that, for whatever reason, it affects me a certain way. But to be honest about it and to be work things through about it. And if you do that, you could work through so many things together, whether it's the financial aspects, if you're tight, or what, what to do with that, or any decisions that you need to make together regarding children, or especially with, with the intimate life, the physical intimate life, to be to be open and vulnerable with each other, and know that you're never going to hurt each other, and you just want to work on ways to enjoy each other better, and to feel safer with each other better, and to feel more emotionally connected with each other better. And all this is important. So this is the section, uh, 53 to 63. To A lot of it is very, very important and very good to use, especially, you know, when you sit down and you take the time to do this. And a lot of it is, again... The key is is try your best not to take it personally, not to take it as an attack, because it really isn't. It's just a way for e- both of you to be honest with one another and say, you know, this you know, upsets me and this is why it upsets me and if there's a way we could handle and do this better. And then you could acknowledge yourself, I know I'm not perfect. And again, all this is vulnerable. So like we said in other Shalom Bayashiurim, you never use this information, this vulnerable information. If a spouse is acknowledging that they over their own fault of something they need to improve upon and they're acknowledging it to you, the other spouse, you take it with a certain reverence, with a respect, with a with a sacredness. You don't halilly use that as a weapon against your spouse. If they got to a point where they never admitted a mistake and now they came to you and they, with a humility, with a achna, they say, I realize I was wrong, I'm sorry. I miss, I, 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 my pattern of behavior here was wrong, I want to correct it. And they're sincere about it. Don't use that as ammunition to hurt them, but instead appreciate that they acknowledge that vulnerable state and then work together towards a better relationship. And... In this way, so many marriages, so many, many marriages can be saved, and so many marriages that are there and are, are you know, there to stay, but they could be so much of a higher, higher quality than it is right now. It's never too late. 
no matter what age and no matter what circumstance, a lot has to do with communication and behavior. A lot has to do with tefillah, with self-awareness, but it's doable. And um, these modes of these expressions that this author put together has a lot of those eye-opening shifts that could create these conversations to create a better life for the both of you together. Have a wonderful day.